evening and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk. I am Andrea Collins-White, your moderator for the evening and Let's Talk co-host. Tonight, prepare to be enlightened, inspired, and empowered by tonight's guest who lives by the motto, it's never too late for a new beginning. You are definitely in for a treat tonight. So sit back, enjoy, and be sure to post your comments. Also, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to Let's Talk 1943 on any and all social media platforms. Now, let's meet our platform guest. Tonight's guest has a passion for developing people by helping to ensure their purposeful development in the areas of personal wellness, transformed behavior, and improved lifestyle. She is the CEO of Bridge of Hope Life Transformational Services, LLC, where services in counseling, women empowerment and parent groups, leadership consulting, professional development, and coaching services are provided. She has earned a bachelor's degree in accounting from the Elizabeth City State University a master's degree in professional counseling from Liberty University, and a doctorate de degree in strategic leadership, concentrating in leadership coaching from Regent University. Wait, did I mention she is a fellow alumna of the Elizabeth City State University? Everybody, everywhere, let's welcome to the Let's Talk platform, Dr. Lakeisha Walker. Hello, everyone. It is such a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for that warm introduction. I'm excited and honored to be on Let's Talk. So if you all are ready to talk, let's talk about it. And we don't know what the it might be. It may be consuming a lot of things, but tonight we're definitely going to talk. So if you're ready to talk, let's talk. This Absolutely. is a very interesting topic on validation. Would you agree? Yes. Yeah, this is a very, very, very interesting topic. I think it's a very um, needed topic, something that we maybe don't give enough attention to throughout the day and just our normal lifestyle, normal way of living. So tonight we're going to talk a little bit about root causes of validation, um, the emotional space that we find ourselves in when we're in that place of needing validation, insecurities, how our foundational peace, sometimes if it's not on a firm foundation, how that leads to other emotional things that's also connected to that, and even introduction of soul ties and how that connects sometimes to the need of validation. So if you all are ready to talk, let's talk, I'm ready. I often say and joke about it and say as a child, I used to love to talk and I would always come home from school and would have a story on weekends. I would talk my parents' heads off and my mom would just say, uh-huh, okay, yeah. And I said, a couple of years ago, I said, mama, I really realized you probably weren't really listening to me. You were just giving me that mama nod and that mama, uh-huh. She said, but you talked all the time, but the importance of of that now is that what if she would have silenced my voice at that age? I wouldn't be able to do this. I wouldn't feel confident in who I am. And that's how insecurity starts sometimes. Sometimes an insecurity can start just from you having a desire to do something, whether it is talk or color or, or draw or whatever you feel that that strength is. And if someone does not support you in that, it creates an insecurity. And then you will spend the rest of your life needing validation just from that point. It's sometimes we can be adults 
40, 50, 60 and older. But if we think back to why am I in this space where I need validation, we can pinpoint something and that something can sometimes go back to the eight year old person of who we are, the six year old person of who we are when things have maybe happened to us that we haven't properly dealt with. And now again, it has this open space and this void and that void creates a need to be validated. Very good. I'm excited about our topic tonight. Yeah. And we're going to get into um, this very, very, very important topic. But now we're going to welcome our Let's Talk crew. So everyone give a hearty welcome to New York native and Atlanta local Let's Talk co-host Carla Morgan. Hello, everybody. Let's talk. Happy belated birthday, Carla. Happy belated birthday to you, Andrea. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> now, everyone, sit back, turn your televisions and devices way up, and prepare for another informative evening as we welcome Let's Talk visionary and host, Regina Smithwick. All right. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. I missed y'all. It's been a full month since we've been here. We had a little break, as you just heard. Two of my beautiful, beautiful co-hosts had birthdays on the same day last week. So happy belated birthday to y'all. I know y'all had a great time and y'all enjoyed your break. Plus, we have an anniversary. Um, uh, Andrea Collins White. Okay. We celebrated an anniversary slash birthday, so we had a, a nice little break, but we are ready to get back to talk to you tonight. Mm -hmm. As you see with Dr. Walker, we're going to have a great, great show of validation. And to just start it off, I would say that the topic will be validation to act or process of making something officially or legally acceptable or approved. So that's what we're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. That's what we're talking about. So we're going to get it going. So as we can always say, let's, let's talk. We are back. We are back. Um, thank you, ladies, once again for the great intros. And we're going to go ahead and get started. Before we get started, like I always do, I like to start with a prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this topic and all topics you give to Let's Talk. I'm so honored and grateful and humbled to be here and for you to be using us as that vessel to be able to give this information out to our, our, our talk show um, listeners. And I just hope and pray this blesses somebody this evening. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. So as you heard that we will be talking about validation, um, validation is something that's kind of tricky. And the reason why I wanted to bring this to our panel and to our audience tonight is because if you have not read my book, Adoption of Unknown Blessing, the first chapter of my book talks about a piece of validation. 
Um, this is something that I had needed at one point. I needed this validation um, for from men. And I had to finally get some counseling to realize that's what I was doing because I didn't realize I was needing validation. That word, I heard it, but I didn't really realize it was what I was doing. And I hope that sometimes um, during this evening, we'll probably be opened up to a, a new world of validation. So I'm really interested in getting into this. Um, Dr. Walker, we, we, well, you did, did a great, great opening to validation. So um, validation, the act, well, I said it's a, like an act of making some something or someone official or feeling approved or needed. Um, I think of it as a addiction. I think of validation as an addiction. What do you think about as being an addiction? I definitely agree. Because an addiction is just an ongoing longing or desire to have something fulfilled. And we continue to have certain acts because we want to continue to try to at least attempt to make ourselves feel that same way. And that's how it is when we're in validation, because each thing is just an open space. Like I was speaking in the introduction, it's just pretty much an open space and a void that we're trying to fulfill. And that's what happens when an addiction takes place as well. We continue an act trying to get an initial feeling. And so when validation, when we're, we're continuing to do things because we need someone to kind of speak to us, to affirm and tell us who we are. And when we break down really what validation is, it is just that it's looking to authorize or confirm or endorse or authenticate. And so now you need someone to come through and kind of tell you who you are. And that's what happens again. We're looking for something and it's an ongoing longing an ongoing longing, an ongoing longing. And the longer that we're in that space of that longing, it's like the, the cracks in our foundation are getting deeper and wider. Mm. And then we'll continue to have that ongoing longing. Right. It's like a cycle. It's a cycle. It's like a cycle. Because like with my cycle, I'll, I'll put myself out there tonight. So like for my cycle, it was like, we got along so well, but we were feeding each other those validations. Like we were telling each other how great we were, how, you know, you know, I, I love you. You love me. This is wonderful. You look amazing. I look amazing. Everybody's great. And you get in that and you're getting fed. But then when it's over and when that time is over, it was just like a crash. It was like a crash and burn. Like you was on a high and you was on a high. But as soon as that that was over, it was like a crash and burn because I didn't have that in me to continue it on with myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't doing it for me. So the only time I was getting it done was with him. So if he's not there, it's not getting done. So that's where the crash and burn comes in at. And you're like, it's like crack. I'm being serious. It's like crack. You're like, okay, when did I come and see him? Because I'm going to get it from him. I need to see him because he's the one that's telling me how beautiful I am because I'm not telling myself. So that's where the addiction part comes in. And that's what I realized. And then, you know, when it was good, it was good. But when it was bad, it was bad. There was no middle, no middle ground. There was either you on a high or you are crashing and burning, you know, and that's why I, I related to a drug. Because when you're high, you don't think about nothing else but that person. You do anything you got to do to get with that person. Sure. And then when you win them, you're on the best highs ever. But mm -hmm. when you're not, you are just like all over the place. You don't know what to do with yourself. So is that something, a normal validation example? Or you're on, you're on, you're on, you're on, um, 
it know. definitely is a direct connection again because what happens you have that ongoing desire to have that fulfillment and it, it goes back to that kind of foundational piece again and the ability to know who you are and to be secure in that and so when you're not secure in that and other things are at the forefront of your thought process, it leads you to, to want to feel that. Because as human beings, we, we have emotional space that has to be filled too, right? Yeah, because we're, we're, we're emotional beings, you know, we're emotional creatures, and so we need that space to be fulfilled. And when it's not, it's like by whatever means necessary. Even if it means you have to put me down 20 times, but as long as you can put me up one time, then it's like, okay, I'm gonna accept that. You know, because I know that this validation is going to come through and it's going to soothe the 20 times that you told me I was nothing, that you called me ugly, that you put me down, that you tore down my self-worth. But now because you brought me, you bought me these roses or you took me out to dinner or whatever the case may be to come through and kind of soothe that. And you see that kind of walk out and what's love got to do with it. If you think about the movie with, with Ike and Tina, from the very beginning, he took control of her mind right and think about it now really he was in a space where he was in pieces and one thing that i often teach is that when you are in pieces one person will never be enough to fulfill you because you're in pieces so you have to have this little bit from this person to validate that piece of hurt that you have then you need this person that can maybe validate this thought process that you have this person over here comes through and validate this area that you're deficit in because you're in pieces so now you spread yourself all around to all of these people and you see it play out in that movie right mm -hmm. and so with i continue from the very beginning he took control of her mind by telling her everyone that I have helped build up, eventually they left me. But she didn't. He didn't tell her everything that he put them through that led up to them eventually leaving. Right. And so he drug her through the house one time when the family, everyone was there in the pool, everyone there enjoying each other, and he's dragging her through the house, beating her, put her in the bed, and then decides to bring her flowers later. And that's supposed to be okay. But because he had actually stripped her voice and her thought process, she had to stay there in that position because she couldn't see herself beyond that because he had already gotten to her thought process. Mm. And so when he, because he needed validation in a sense because he had some deficits, right? But he would never be able to admit that. And so then he had to tear her down. Mm. And so then she needed validation from him and he couldn't properly give it to her because he was in that space where almost jealousy was rising up in, inside of him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't until she really learned her self-worth yes, and learned her self-value when she looked herself in that mirror when she was really ready to say, this cannot be life. I no longer need to be validated after I have to be put down. You know, not after I have to be beat down, whether it's physically or emotional. And now I come back to you. That's trauma. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. trauma. That's what trauma does. Trauma keeps us associated with the pain just for the one positive response that we may get. Now, Dr. Walker, that was that was amazing. That was amazing. Mm -hmm. And so um, uh, I, I heard you say um, that a person is in pieces, right? Yes. They're in, per in pieces. So I guess my head immediately went to like, okay, the piece, what, what is the origin of that, of those pieces? What mm -hmm. is the root? You know, what is, what is the root? And so Regina did mention um, being, you know, the need to be validated in a relationship, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. By, by a person that you're intimate with. And you mentioned Ike and Tina, 
but um you know and I, I also I, I thought about people pleasers you know they want to please mm -hmm. everyone because of that need to be validated then you have those people who um are very mm -hmm. materialistic i gotta get this i gotta get that because i want to be back i want people to see me in a certain light Mm -hmm. So you have those people who, you know, so it, it's not just in, in relationship, you need to be validated. Then you have those that we, we quote, um, we call them quote unquote, brown nosers, brown nosers on the job. Yes. <laughs> yes. Validated, right? Because they want to appear a certain way um, in the workplace. They want their supervisors to, you know, to lift them up and hey, you know, okay, well, she did this and she did the other mm -hmm. thing that mm -hmm. needs to, to, that need to have that, um, what was it uh desire to have or to experience fulfillment so yes. it comes in so many different flavors but mm -hmm. i guess um the root of it it's important okay yes we acknowledge that it does exist and we acknowledge that we need to work past it but i think it's important to go and dig it up at the root yeah uh, and it comes in so many different forms and so mm -hmm. regina ex explained her um her truth when she said hers came from when she was adopted right so mm -hmm. with that there's so many different emotional you know ups and downs and everything mm -hmm. with with you know adoption itself with mm -hmm. me i was not adopted but i did find out that i had a root of rejection that went all the way back from when my parents divorced yes well you know when i was in high school like when my when my father when they divorced and my father left i took it on i um you know i internalized it as him not just leaving my mom but he left me like yeah. he left us so mm -hmm. from that there was a, a root of rejection mm -hmm. so i found myself in that needed to be validated by other mm -hmm. men especially because i felt like okay he left me what you mm -hmm. know why did he leave me you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying so it comes in so many different like i said so many different flavors you know it is yeah that's why each situation has to be evaluated differently when you're saying what is the root cause although the situation is different but i believe some of the root causes are the same i think it has the same common denominator and a lot of that can be when you just didn't receive that that nurturing that you thought that you needed in the way that you needed it in. And so again, if, um, for example, with your situation, when, when the divorce took place, it was like, okay, I'm taking this thing on personal. Like, it's not even about the divorce. It's like, you left me. And now what, like, what was wrong with me? Was I not enough? At least that you could have stayed with my mom just for the sake of me. Right. It's those type of things that mm -hmm. we have to have real conversations with ourselves about because an emotion will come from that and it could come about as you see someone and they may show anger, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's the one emotion that's synonymous that no matter what, male or female, that the world just allows you to, to show, like you can show that emotion. But I like to dig deeper. Mm -hmm. And so I say, let's get to the second and third level because it can demonstrate itself as anger, but it could mm -hmm. underneath it, it could be loneliness. It wow. could be rejection. Mm. It could be abandonment and all of that could be root causes of why now we need to be validated. Because if you think about it and I look outside of my office and I see where the pavement was once together. Right. But there are cracks in that foundation. And one day when I was just out walking for exercise, I really received that revelation of this is what it looks like with, with what I'm teaching about cracks and foundation, because mm -hmm. I can see where the cracks have been filled with the material that wasn't the part of the original design. Mm -hmm. The pavement was first. Mm -hmm. And so now, you know, although it's holding it together, it's still pieces within that it's holding it together but it was it's, it wasn't the foundation is not filled with the original design of what mm -hmm. it was first designed. 
right? But, uh, oh my gosh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's gonna, and so that's what happens with us. We we wrote when things happen, when we don't have that nurturing, when we don't have that affirmation, when we don't have that person again, as I was saying in the intro, what if my mom would have told me, girl, sit down, you talk too much. You're always talking. I wouldn't have thought that my voice was important enough to be talking. And that's where validation can stem from. And so when you go back to a foundational space, mm -hmm. the mom's voice is to be that nurturer person, right? Mm -hmm. And that mom's voice is to be kind of that coddler in a sense and that protector because moms, are, we, we have that. We're protected by, by nature. Mm -hmm. And then the dad's voice is to come and affirm to tell you who you are, to mm. boost you up, to speak identity and to speak yeah. purpose. And so mm. when those things are not working together and whenever there's a deficit in any of that, it could possibly lead to someone not really knowing who they are. Sure. Then they'll continue to seek that. And the more we seek it, we're stuffing the cracks in our foundation with something. And human nature is sometimes not to stuff those cracks with things that are healthy. We tend to mm. stuff it with, it could be low self-esteem. It could be low self-worth. Not, not really knowing our value. It could be alcohol. It could be other drugs. It could be overeating, overspending, because now I have to prove everywhere I go that I am worthy. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's because I didn't get that worthiness from the foundational piece, right? And so there were some areas emotionally that my dad necessarily didn't fulfill because as a man, he was thinking from the process of, I need to work and, and make sure that you all have what you need. So it was some emotional things growing up that he didn't give us, but my mom was there to make sure that whatever the deficit is now, you need to know that we love you and that we that you're here. She maybe didn't say that, but it was just by the action. But think about it, if, none of, none, if none of those five love languages being fulfilled in your life, it's going to leave open all these boys. Yeah. It impacts sure social skills. It impacts your ability to have healthy relationships, sure. not just dating, but even friendships on the job. So when I'm teaching leadership classes and I'm in school systems, organizations, churches or whatever, talking about leadership development, I often talk about that because if you go back to that foundation piece, if it wasn't modeled or taught properly, man, I really don't know how to talk with you. I really don't know how to respect you. I really don't know because I have so many open boards. So you might say something and you don't mean it that way, but because that thought process of my most recent conscious memory of when I went through that left me open and void. So now I'm going to be aggressive with you. And it's not even about you in a sense, as much as it is about the fact that, hey, this is inside of me. Yes. So one thing that I work hard at and I see the need at is we need to build the leader. We need to build the people within. And then they will be more effective in their leadership roles. But that amygdala, that part of the brain, that's the computer and alarm system. When we find ourselves in that space where we are open and where we're vulnerable, you know what ends up happening? We go into that fight, flight or freeze mode. Yeah. And yeah. it's hard to work from an assertive place when everything is going to come from an aggressive place because I need for you to see me. I need for you to know my worth. And you're still putting me down. Do anyone just see how worthy I am? You mean you don't authorize me and you see all that I'm doing on this job? I'm coming in. I'm staying late. I'm doing extra work. You mean you don't see that? But Dr. Walker, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Wait, yes, because I, I just discovered something about myself right now. Okay, literally. Um, I was I always like when people can be honest. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out there now. Um, I always was known, and these two could validate this one. I always was the one that everybody liked. Everybody liked mm -hmm. me, Jada. Mm -hmm. I really didn't have too many people that didn't like me. 
-hmm. And I was proud of that. Like that was like a, like a, a, a trophy that I thought was a great thing to have. Yeah. I like Regina. I already, you know, I don't like, you don't like me. I'm like, what? How you don't like me? <laughs> Cause I'm like, I just was proud of the fact that I knew that I always had that on me that I was, but see, that's called people pleasing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because for me to get that quote unquote trophy, I had to sacrifice something. Yes. There's no one in the world that you can always be, you know, it's got to be some kind of something. You cannot be good with every single person unless you sacrifice something Mm -hmm. to get that. Right. And most of the time, what we're sacrificing is our own peace because what's most important at that time is me making sure that you're good with me. Mm Because I don't want to make you mad. So mm-hmm. I want to make sure and I want to make it seem like I got this cape on all the time and that mm-hmm. I can always answer and that I can't say no, no. And when yeah. we know our own value, it's like I can tell you, no, I'm mm-hmm. not going to be able to do that. And no, I'm not going to be able to be there and be OK mm-hmm. with that. Right. But see, that's a, that I'm telling you that, that was me. I did not tell people, no, I would just do. And they I mean, they could tell me they could tell you this. I, mm-hmm. I'm not making this up. I would rarely say no. Rarely Mm -hmm. say no. If you need Mm -hmm. me to be there, I'm going to be there. If you need me to do Mm -hmm. something, I'm going to do something. I'm the lowest person out there. And don't get me wrong, I love doing it because I love my people. Mm -hmm. But in the back of my head, I was always going to be the one that I don't want you to say that I was not there for you. I never want you to bring up that you was not. In any story that you have, you could never say that Regina was not there for you. That okay. was my thing. Like I was like always thinking that because I didn't want that. I wanted to at least have that. Right. At least have that. That I was always, you know, even though I would do things that I, I really did, I couldn't really be there, but I made it happen or I did this, I did, you know. But to me, and some of the people I did did it with, some of them not all, I never got nowhere near the return. Nowhere near the return. That's what I was waiting to get to. I wasn't worried about that because I just wanted to make sure because the people please us last validation goes across the board. I just noticed that. Mm-hmm. I just yes, ma'am. The board. I yes. just need to change the title of the word from validation with men and people pleases with friends. Gotcha. Yes, ma'am. Know, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a panel. All right, my audience, I'm, saying, I'm learning just like y'all are. Yeah, I, I, yeah I was on a panel a couple of months ago. I'm still going through. I'm still learning. And yeah. I just found out. I just figured that one out. Got yes, one. ma'am. And I, I, I love people who can be honest, even in this seat. You know, even even consulting or even in, in counseling sessions. I said, I'm probably the worst at that at, at exposing, but I would tell them, hey, I'm a human like you are. But I can tell you what will work because I'm applying it in my own life. Like we're in this thing together. Yeah. And so, but I was on a panel a couple of months ago at a church and it was a mental health panel. And she asked me what was my topic. I said, I can easily do the basic mental health diagnoses and things like that. But the topic that I felt led to talk about was the redefined the redefine perspective. And in that, I help them to redefine words because it's our thought process and how we perceive a word that's going to control our actions. So if we think I need to, I need for you to say that I'm always there and that she's loyal, 
that means you be working until your tongue is hanging out and you're sweating. And then if that person doesn't recognize what you've done for them, then it leaves you feeling bad about all the work that you've done because you still need them to tell you job well done versus you knowing that you can stand firm on who you are and that you know that you've done your best and say, I've done a good job myself that's what that, and that's where i had learned now i mm -hmm. actually learned that now and, and i have a voice and if i don't want to i'm not and if i if you don't i did enough that you should know that i'm a good person and i shouldn't have to do every little thing to prove how good friend i am to you because we're all human Mm -hmm. And then the thing about it is, this is like my own therapy session, y'all. I'm sorry. But the thing about it is, I, they would say no to me in a minute. Mm -hmm. They would say no to me in a minute. They'll tell mm -hmm. me they can't do this, they can't do that. And, they, and But that's their right. And they're supposed to do that. They're supposed to do that. That's right. me. It got nothing to do with them because they're doing what they're supposed to do. If they're not able to do it, they, not should, be, they should say no. Mm -hmm. But I was like holding on to that trophy per se that I'm thinking that I supposed to continue to do that. But I tell you no more. Yes. Yeah. And and the more that 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 concept of who you are is strengthened, sure. it will help you. It will help you to set those healthy those healthy boundaries, you know, which when we set healthy boundaries, we're breaking barriers. Mm -hmm. Right. And we're demanding people to to give us that respect that we deserve. But we can't expect people to love us any more than we love ourselves. And I think we expect that so often. We expect yeah. others to love and respect us more than we're loving and respecting ourselves. Not knowing is when we show that love and respect for us mm -hmm. that we demand that. It's like you walk in the room and people are at attention because they can tell the love and the respect that you have for you. And they're going to give you what you give you. So we shouldn't expect other people to give us more than we're giving ourselves when it's our life mm -hmm. and it's our bodies. You know, yeah. it's our thought process. And so mm -hmm. we have we have right to put blockers around what we allow to come into our thought process, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. what enters into that space, it controls our actions because thoughts impact emotions, emotions impact actions. So once they get in our thought process, then we got to deal with this whole emotional space of what is going to put us in. Right. Mm -hmm. So the thought behind I was adopted. The thought behind um, my parents went through a divorce and then the emotion that, that rose up because of that it can lead to other actions, right? right? So you see how it works? Yeah. And right. then the action is what causes us to stuff those cracks with something. Because now I have a crack in the foundation because I was adopted. I have a crack in the foundation because my parents went through that divorce. And if it impacts me emotionally in a negative way, all of my actions are going to be stuffing these cracks with something mm -hmm. until I really deal with the root cause of the why. I'm feeling but, but a lot been, of it, yeah, go ahead, Carla. Go ahead. That's been my experience. Just put a little bit of my stuff in there out there. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to say which, but, you know, my parents, you know, I, one was more of an affectionate person and I got mm -hmm. my affirmation from, and the other was more of a doer and not as affectionate. And mm -hmm. I ended up, you know, in relationships gravitating towards people who didn't give me what I desired as far as affection. I needed that validation. If, you know, a hug, a kiss or whatever mm -hmm. coming from a partner or, you know, demanding that, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And I think that's due to it's, I don't know if you want to call that childhood trauma or if that's just a childhood experience, mm -hmm. you know, can you go into that? 
I will because I have a certification in trauma as well. So I'm a certified trauma and resiliency practitioner. And so one thing that I learn about trauma is we sometimes connect the emotional speed place to the event. So the traumatic event is different from the trauma. The trauma is the emotional space that we find ourselves in because of the event. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I can definitely see how how, again, that can be traumatic because when you're going through different things, whether it is divorce, whether it is um, someone not showing us the love that we need, it leaves anything that leaves you in a negative emotional space mm -hmm. is a traumatic event. Traumatic. And so the emotional attachment to that is trauma. And then how trauma impacts the brain. Yeah, you have that amygdala again. That's that's that computer and alarm system. And then you have the part of the brain that reminds you of those most recent conscious memories. And so although each relationship was different, you had that one underlying longing and that was belonging and for someone to tell me who I was. And so if it means you going from person to person, right? The most recent conscious memory was still negative. It was still a negative feeling, but because that longing was still there, it kept you going from person to person to person getting the same pain yes because you still had that longing and yeah. the inner desire is that really the desire for is for us to have that inner healing and when we find ourselves in that place of inner healing then we no longer need that from other people it becomes okay because we deserve it but i, I don't need that you know um mm -hmm. in, in a sense yeah i've had some hard talks with myself over the years some yeah, hard talks with myself very hard talks yeah. yeah some very crying moments some hard moments but if it helped me and i knew yeah. it was helped me to build myself and yeah. to know who i am and to stand on that value system then that's what i had to stand on right. yeah yeah and, yeah. yeah. And, and if that's what i had to go through even if it meant losing relationship friendship males or whatever it's like okay for once keisha you have to be the most important person to you and anything outside of that you can't have it in your life mm -hmm. yeah. right and you know what's what's painful to see is when you um going back to really not even not even just an intimate relationship but even mm -hmm. in a friendship um mm -hmm. when you see two people who are in relationship whether it, like i said intimate or not two people who are both seeking that validation yes mm -hmm. um that's painful to see that's it what's painful to see. And, and that saying birds of a feather flock together, um, you know, hurt knows hurt. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It seems as though, you know, the people like in an abusive relationship, um, mm -hmm. the abuser in most cases is someone who was hurt or or witnessed hurt. Mm -hmm. um, so then they impose that hurt that they're feeling on their, you know, their their person, their partner. Mm -hmm. So it's I'm, I'm listening to you talking and, and it's, it's and I just started just visualizing different people. And, and it's it's a bad thing when you have two people who are experiencing something at the root that they never dealt with mm -hmm. and now they're together. And it's just it's just a not a, it's mm -hmm. a back and forth. And in my first marriage, I can tell you we were two hurt people. Mm -hmm. trying to make it work and it was not destined to work because mm -hmm. we had not gotten that inner healing that we needed yeah, so, I mean, yeah. And it, it was ugly when i say ugly it was ugly it yeah was ugly. because hurt people definitely hurt people and mm -hmm. so if we're together we're in our hurt and and my heart goes out really to males really it does because again society has shaped it so where it's almost like you can't connect to the emotional part of who you are you know they're mm -hmm. told from their childhood Toughen up, grow up, you a man, be a man, be tough. Don't cry. 
Okay, so so we'll strip them of every desire to feel, every desire to have emotions, or at least to show them in an appropriate manner. And so then when they're married or dating, it's like, do they even know how to build upon that? You know, sometimes. Yeah. And so it can be those stumbling blocks. And especially if they're dealing with trauma and things within themselves. And so like you said, and then you'll get in together. This person needs validation. I need it from you, but you really can't give it because mm -hmm. you need it as well. And so we're going to always just bump heads. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, you, and that, and, and that roller coaster happens. Yeah. Because and no one really has the toxic... healthy values because right. everyone in it is unhealthy. So who right. can say and we have a lot values? of ups and downs, all of those greats and blows, no, no middles, just mm -hmm. greats and lows because you're kind of looking. And you have made a good point about when you were dating or when you with someone this is this is great learning tools right here so when you're dating somebody look at certain things like go deep go deep with people don't just take surface answers don't you know mm -hmm. if a person not willing to go deep with you then they're not right for you because mm -hmm. you need to know what you're getting into and they need to know what they're getting in with you too yes so you have to start asking the right questions because when you start learning yourself and going through casting like, like i did and when you really learn you Mm -hmm. It opens you up so much that you're yeah. looking at people like, okay, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. like that. And you that was me. And that you was me. me. Yeah, I because I gravitated to what I know. Mm -hmm. I gravitated to what mm -hmm. I know. Yeah. So if mm -hmm. you gravitate to what you know, you're all on the same boat. You know what I'm saying? But when you're awakened, yeah. they looking at you like, what's the problem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're not careful, that will make you think something is wrong with you because now your 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 foundation is firm now, right. and you're a little more secure, you know, than what you once were. So they will look at you if you're not careful. Gravity, gravity works, right? It'll pull you down before you pull somebody else up. And so it have they have you thinking that something is wrong with you. And again, it goes back to you all keep this in mind. I teach this a lot, but it, it makes sense. So. I said I make up a lot of things, but not really make it up, but I develop my own terms, but it works, right? And so with that, I think a lot about the fact that the people who are supposed to be people of influence in your life, right? Um, your parents, your aunties, uncles, your grandparents, the cousins, the people who you think are supposed to be part of your foundation in a good way, if they do anything contrary to break that trust in our life, right? Mm -hmm. Their, their voices speak really loud. So when a person has influence in your life, their voice speaks louder than someone else's voice. But when they have done something to break that, that trust, do you know that pain hits deeper too? So sometimes yeah. it's not even about what the act was as much as it was about who did it to you mm -hmm. or who said it to you. Yeah, and then all of those things again create cracks in the foundation. And then that's when we need all the disconfirmation and the affirmation about who we are. Can we talk about the, the core again? Because um, Andrea brought some good points up about her mm -hmm. core of, of her parents' breakup and my core is adoption. Yeah. Was the core even deeper than that? Because for you to react in a certain way, you had to have something to react. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. if, if I would act in a certain way, would it be deeper to say that there was something there underlying on top of the definitely so yeah because again it goes back to that longing and that thought process of when we take it personal like okay well is there something wrong with me and so that equals now rejection and abandonment and that causes us to not really know who we are and in that sense it leaves us wide open 
for a whole lot of attacks and wide open for a whole lot of unhealthy things because we're searching, but we're not searching with clear vision, mm -hmm. right? It's like we're just out here, we're swimming and it's water all in our eyes and we're still trying to swim. The lifeguard is there. We don't have anything that can get the water out of our eyes. We're trying, we're trying, we're trying. And that's what it's like. And so each time we're still trying, we're, tripping, we're still trying to swim through this thing and all yeah. these things are there. Yeah. And at the root cause of that is just the fact that the foundation, again, from the start of who we are. Right. That and mama and that daddy right. and that childhood and those things. Yeah. Right. And, that's how raised. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. And, and we talked about this in other shows that our parents did what they knew. Yes. Yeah. Their parents taught them what they knew. Yeah. Right. Parents taught. So it's kind of one of the things is I feel that this generation is the awakened generation. I really believe that we are changers. Mm -hmm. And like stopping some of these cycles of things that our parents not saying a bad thing because they only did because we only did what we only knew. Right. So right. we're just learning right. now, mm -hmm. and we got grown kids, mm -hmm. <laughs> so we're just mm -hmm. learning things now. So it's kind of like every generation is kind of getting better and better and better. But I do realize this: when you do do your work and when you do awake, mm -hmm. you're gonna realize the universe gravitates people to you. Mm -hmm. It's a total thing that happens that mm -hmm. you gravitate to certain people, good or bad, mm -hmm. of your core. Yeah, You don't think nobody sees you. Men, a lot of us who needed the validation, a lot of us had insecurities and low self-esteem. Do you understand that you gravitate to them? Right. They see you coming. They see you coming. They know exactly what to say to you. They know what to do to you because you are showing yourself. Believe me or not, you can have everything all look fly and have the weave and the lashes and all that. And be, they see all through that. They see all through it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your internal is your universe gravitation. You like have magnets inside of us and it mm -hmm. gravitates to certain people. Because when they have their brokenness, they got to go to another broken person. They cannot mm -hmm. make it with a full person. It will never, they'll see it coming like this. As soon as they see you coming up, ah, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. no, mm -hmm. no, no. But broken attracts broken. Sure. I, I know yeah. that. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah, yeah, because again, you when, when you have, you're either going to have similar values or you're going to have those values where one person is wanting this and valuing this and someone else has a value in something else. And either you're going to bump head over those values or those values are going to join you together. I don't know if you yeah. all saw the Mary J. Blige documentary. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I actually had a Mary J. Blige watch party at my office. And so I had <laughs> 10 ladies. So we watched it um, in our own homes. And then we came together at night and kind of processed the movie. So of course I had some questions, but um, from the, and I let them come and, and talk about their own questions. But one thing that Puff said in that documentary, he said, "We were united because of our pain. Mm. Because at mm -hmm. one time um, they were recording a song, her, her, her album, and I it was like raining it. outside." And he said she was crying and I was crying. He was crying over the breakup, over his first child's mother. She was crying because of what she just went through when she was ending that relationship, you know, um, with Casey. And so he said, we were united and joined because of the pain. He said, but I told Mary, but now we have to come together and bring the pain. Wow. Yeah. And so when I look at pain and how it connects to validation, pain is pain. And so I say, either you're going to ignore the pain and stay in it forever 
or we're going to stand still and face that pain and work through it so that we can be free. But no one wants to stay in pain forever because the longer you stay in that pain, you're opening yourself up to all of these other second and third level emotions. I'm going to talk about that and up. This is a shameless plug in an upcoming women's <laughs> empowerment day that I have for entrepreneurs that are African-American women. But we're going to talk about that and how, again, it, when you don't see yourself well, it impacts your ability to even flourish in your business. Mm. It impacts your ability to even flourish in other relationships, mm -hmm. have healthy friendship, community, and you need to be able to do that because you're constantly looking right. for that affirmation from other people. And then you're not able to even put things in place based on your value and your worth. Sure. And yes. this, this is mentioned about it almost being like a drug, right? It and is. so um, everyone has people in their neighborhood, you know, or maybe even family who, who, who abuses drugs and alcohol and things like that. Well, we have a guy in our neighborhood, everyone loves him to pieces. He's very respectful to, to my parents and I and my uncle and all. And so one day when he came back, he was crying. He was in a very bad space that day. And he does abuse drugs and alcohol. And he said, I'm tired of people putting me down. Mm. He wanted someone just for that minute to speak life into him. And so it was some guys coming around and everybody was just calling him names, putting him down, talking about him. And I stood up for him that day. I said, you all are not going to do that. Mm -hmm. I said, because he's human just like you are. That's what validation needs, mm -hmm. right? And so for that moment, though. he needed that. I said, he's human just like you're human. I said, now, but if you want people to respect you, I said, you need to bathe. Do something to fix yourself up because people are not going to love you beyond what they see you doing for yourself. So if people see you continue to hurt yourself, they're going to always hurt you as well. And so but it's like we can't send mixed signals where we need validation, but then we're letting people put us down at the same time. <laughs> but I feel that uh, one thing you said, too, is the cracks. You cannot accept or receive anything new when your sponge is full. That's true. You got to wring your sponge out and be able to accept the newness or, you know, the work or the awakening for you to receive anything. You cannot yeah. receive nothing if your sponge is full. It's going to roll right off. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of us don't want to do that work to wring our sponges out. Yeah, because yeah. the work, it, it awakens those things with, within us that we try to suppress and repress as if it wasn't there, or we're trying to put things on top of it like it's not there. And so, but when we have to take the time, like you said, to wring that sponge out, because if we want to use that sponge again, <laughs> we can't use it, right? If it's filled. And no, so we got to do the work. Yeah, we have to, because we're worth the work. Our purpose, our destiny, our peace of mind is worth the work. That need to know who we are, where we won't need the validation, it's worth it. Yes, it's it is. Worth it's it's worth, worth the work. Woo, this is deep. Regina, you just blessed my soul. <laughs> I did? What did I do? What did I do? <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk. Look, let's talk. What did I do? I'm getting ready to send you an offering, my sister. <laughs> Four, those four words ring out your sponge yes yeah unless it gets moldy then you just need to go get a whole new one get a new and I'm doing this and I'm ripping, I'm this, whatever you want to use the terminology I use this day. 
Don't get me wrong. Looking good is great. Mm-hmm. Think about why are we doing it? Think about yeah. it. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Are we doing it because we only feel good when we are in that state? Mm-hmm. Or, or can yeah. we be good in our natural state? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. That's why a lot of you know people are like, oh, you cut your hair off, you know, because that is a piece of validation. Mm-hmm. Hair is known to be long the better for some people. Mm-hmm. And when you do expose yourself, because you can't mm-hmm. hide nothing when you expose yourself. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of people do certain things. That's why a lot of people do things, you know, to kind of open them up, expose them because they realize they love themselves or whatever the case. It don't have to be hair, it could be something else. But mm-hmm. people use those things to liberate and, and free themselves mm-hmm. of that, that thing, that, that, that security blanket. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. got to understand that when you do certain things, think about what you do and why you do it. Mm-hmm. Things like an autopilot. We just do stuff because we just, you know, mm-hmm. but why? Mm-hmm. You don't feel well, accepted we, mm-hmm. if you don't do it. You yeah, know, well, when we take the time and get to that why, it's like it's such a liberating place to be when we are dealing with the why, because it's not until we get to that why that we can have changed behavior. And we often talk about soul ties and people view it from a place of relationship. And that is one of the main things as far as um, dating, sexual relationships or what have you. But a soul tie can form in anything that's controlling your mind, will and emotion. But when it comes to dating relationships and sometimes when people find it hard to end or terminate certain relationships i'm quick to ask the question what place did you find yourself in when they found you what place were you in what is it that you're afraid that you're going to lose if they walk away that you're willing to risk your value and your worth to keep them there knowing that they really can't fulfill that's a soul tie because it has control over that mind that will and that emotion. And that's what the soul is. The soul is our mind, will, and emotion. So a tie is anything that has us knotted or controlled in that space of mind, will, and emotion. Mm. All right, we're gonna have to get some questions. We got callers, I'm sorry, we got so deep tonight. (laughs) Not from the beginning. (laughs) We had all therapy sessions, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. We're still in progress too, y'all. We're still in progress too. Yes. All right, Carl. I I said too much. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. Yeah, Martin says, um, "Hey, cuz, I enjoy. Let's talk. Enjoying it. Yes. Thank thank you. you. Thank you. Um, Yolanda Ritchie, I agree. So very important to address the root issues. Yes. Yes. Yes, Definitely agree with that. And Yvonne Martin says, "What is like to you?" And I think that came in when you were talking about how people always would like you, Regina, and you never, Mm. you know. She was asking, "What is like to you?" I guess. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you want me to answer it now. You want me to wait? Yeah, go ahead and answer real quick. Okay. So what I meant by like to me um, is when you now I'm understanding. When you need validation, you need validation across the board. It's not just for men, it's for women too. And so my validation piece was I always wanted to be the one that everybody could depend on. Everybody could, you know, I I, I will never let you down. And that's something you never could say about me because I needed something to show that you could brag about or you could say something good about me. See what I'm saying? So just like a guy would say, oh, you're beautiful. I love you, whatever. A woman or a friend would say, Gina's great. She's the best friend ever. She's always there. She's this and that. Because mm-hmm. like, you want to hear somebody keep telling you how great you are across the board. 
So that's what I meant by saying that I always wanted to make sure that I was everybody's friend because I felt that that was a trophy that I was upholding. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm. Regina, you know, I'm sorry. I know you're going, going to go on to No, go ahead, go ahead. But when while you were talking, you were saying how you always wanted to be there for other people. You didn't want anyone to say, you know, no one was there for me or Regina was not there for me. Do you do you think, and I know you said that's because you felt like that was a form of you validating yourself, like you having that trophy of being known as the one who was always there. Mm -hmm. But could that have been something related to the adoption where you didn't want anyone to feel rejected? Because that's, maybe yeah. some, some deeper things that you were mm -hmm. feeling because you mm -hmm. didn't want anyone to. And I, Oh, I'm you all are connected. I love it. I'm wondering like if, if it was that too, you didn't want anyone to ever feel that thing that you felt. So, you know, it, even if it, and God bless you, even if it meant flying out to California to be there for someone, you know what I mean? Um, you're there for them. You know, it doesn't matter where they are, what they do, how they do it. Regina is there to support, um, you know, and I'm just questioning, could it, could that also be connected to the you know to the adoption where you don't want anyone to feel neglected or by themselves? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I would say yes because that's considered part of the abandonment, the abandonment issue kind of thing. So um, yeah, I would say that could be a part of it too. And that's the thing that you brought up is a great. I'm glad you brought that up because we are so complex. We're not just one layer of mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. So we can't just say, oh, this is the only reason why I do this. No, it's so many little layers of things that why. Mm -hmm you do what you do. And I'm still in development stages of sure. like digging up that stuff. I do know the cores of it, but then there's always little elements that, like you said, you just brought one in. It, it is. It's a little bit of everything, a little spice of everything that kind of made me, but it's, it. But I don't want people to think that I don't do, I do because I do for people because I, that's Absolutely. just me. Yes. That's just my yes. core. That's, just me. So I, that's the yes. way I show you. I love you. I'm a very loyal person. It's just me. Absolutely. So that's always going to be me. That's not going to change. Mm -hmm. But it's mm -hmm. the people, the choice of people I do it for. Yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah. going to change what I do because that's what I am. But I got to be selective of who I do it with. Mm -hmm. Everybody doesn't deserve that type of loyalty. Yes. All right. Go ahead, Carlos. Yes. Lori Armstrong says this is some good stuff. <laughs> yes. 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 It is. Yes. Adrian Hardy says, yes, Regina, ask questions. And that was mm -hmm. when you were talking about asking, get yeah. deep with people that mm -hmm. you're dating. So mm -hmm. absolutely. Um, Victoria Dent says, yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Lori Armstrong says, does your love language, your language of love equal your need for validation? When I did mm -hmm. the quiz, mine was quality time. And that is something I do crave in relationships. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Carla Stain. Hey, Carla. Once you give yourself that first place position and love and accept yourself, you will find you won't need or care about others' opinions and or validation. Trust mm. in yourself. Come through for yourself. Love yourself. You are always supposed to be the most important person in your life. That is a word right there. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Word. yeah. <laughs> you know, you are number one. It's like my mom says, it's your time. It's you. Right. It's about you. It's your time now. So, yes, I agree. Thank you so much, Carla, for that. Um, Yolanda Ritchie says, we need to back up off academics a bit and take more time to teach children self-value and self-worth. 
Mm. I guarantee it will make a world of difference and the academic process would follow. I've worked with some students and that, that's, that's, that's so true. Yeah. Yeah. And teachers have been able to attest to a difference in their ability to concentrate, manage emotions better mm -hmm. and how that's impacting their academics. That is so very true. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And she also says, bring out your spark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. Yes. I'm like, bring out your sponge. You got to trademark it. <laughs> Carla said, not the moldy, Carla. Not the moldy, Carla. <laughs> yes. And you get a new one. Yes, I'm trying to get too bad. You got to change your man. But the, um, go back to what um, Lori Armstrong said about yes. languages. Yes. Let me touch yeah. that real quick. That was so a language question. Is, I'm going to give my opinion, but the doctor's going to Go ahead okay. and step on it. Um, when you have your love languages, yeah, your love languages is mm -hmm. what you desire. That's what mm -hmm. how you speak love. That's how you speak love. That's mm -hmm. great. But you are need to speak that to you. So you got to feel full first. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that love that somebody gives to you is a compliment of it. The problem is a lot of us don't have that core taken care of first. Mm -hmm. And we're seeking out that love language for somebody to be validated because that's what you need to feel loved. Mm -hmm. yes. You know what I'm saying? So you got to kind of put that in you first, feel that love first for you and yeah. find somebody to compliment you on what you like mm -hmm. because you want to feel the love to come in the way you would like to be loved, but you can't go into it with that sponge full. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <All> right, <so. laughs> you know, my, um, my love language is quality time as well. It is. Okay. So I think the love language, again, is just what we need to feel love. But it's also the way that we show our love to other people. So that can very well be something separate from the need of validation, because, again, we all have a desire and need to be loved and to show love. So it can definitely be be something different. And I think that as people, again, when we're getting to our own why and our own root causes and we're questioning ourselves, we'll be able to ask ourselves, well, do I need quality time from that person to validate me? And if so, then that's an issue. But if I just want quality time just because that's just how I show love, that's a different scenario. Right. That's the difference, right? right? So, yes. so Lori just came back, um, Dr. Walker, Lori just came back. Okay. Because again, we can't expect other people yeah. to give us things that we're not giving ourselves. And so when we attract people into our lives to love us the way that we desire, it's because first they've seen us giving ourselves love in that way. So quality mm. time again is my love language. Mm. And I tell people I spend time with myself daily. So whether it's me giving myself 30 minutes to 45 minutes to either sit in my car, to sit still, I may have my phone on mute. Like last week, I had my phone on mute, my personal cell phone at that for three days. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you need to spend that quality time with yourself and you can decide what that quality time is. It could be you just sitting still. I love journaling and writing. So it could be that. It could be listening to music. It could be maybe catching up on some of my favorite TV shows. But yes, yeah, spend that time with yourself first. Mm -hmm. And again, when you're with someone, they're going to follow suit because you've already set the stage on this is what I need to be loved. And anything less than that, I'm not accepting. Right. Yeah, and, and another thing is too. I'm not saying I'm. I'm going to be general with this one. I'm just tapping on it because Laurie brought it up. So a lot of us 
that don't spend time with ourselves are running from ourselves. Mm-hmm. We yes. like who we are and right. we're not happy or who we are. So yeah. it's so easy to trigger off like the squirrel syndrome. Squirrel, where? Like you just yeah. go, you're going to whoever just to just because like just tell me I'm great because I, I don't really I, I don't really like myself. So I just need you to do it for me because right. I just don't want yeah. to do That's why sometimes work. people stay I don't busy. Do the work. Yeah, because they don't want they don't want to face the music about what's really happening in their life. Yeah. I said, but you can't stay busy 24-7. And you know right. what happens? It causes those thoughts and anxiety to increase and to be triggered because now your thoughts are still racing, racing, racing. Sure. And then you feel it in your physical body because now you're not as energized as you once was. Mm-hmm. The impact of right. concentration, you're not able to concentrate the way that you should. And the root cause of that is because you're doing something to keep busy to avoid dealing with that part of yourself that you don't like. Sure. Right. That's good. That's good. You know what? I want to applaud Lori for taking that um, language, you know, because that's that's good to know. And I and I I suggest, you know, that anyone who um, is in a relationship, considering a relationship, get to know Uh what you're and and communicate it. Yes. You know, your your significant other, because Lori's love language is quality time. But let's say that the person that she's with is um, his love language is acts of service mm-hmm. so to him you know you know i'm going to show you i love you by doing mm-hmm. and to her her love language is you know I, i'm showing you oh i want to be loved by you spending time with me so mm-hmm. it's like so that's what love looks like to me it doesn't mean that this person doesn't love her or that she doesn't love him it's just they love differently so that's that redefined perspective i was talking about we have to learn how yeah. to redefine words based on what it means in our relationship and in our personal lives yeah, yeah. i don't know why you divide them years ago when she was married um uh, she and her ex-husband had this series called um show me how to love you yes so you know yeah. show me how mm-hmm. to love you you know I, I i can love yes but am i loving you the way you need to be loved mm-hmm. so yeah. you know you know so yeah, so when that validation, it's a, it's woo, this, yeah, is, it's woo. this is something. Now, I knew, I told y'all this is gonna be a doozy tonight. I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. Thank you, Carla. Oh. I'm telling you, this validation goes so deep. And ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you taking this journey with us this evening because it is deep. Yeah. And like I said, we are here. We are learning just as you. We're putting ourselves out there. Um, mm-hmm. I would recommend to somebody there's a Dr. Walker is, is a is you see how wonderful she is. She she has a practice. If mm-hmm. you need help, if you need to know what you need to do, she is here. She has the information scrolling across the bottom of the screen. There's a phone number, that's her website. Please contact her. She is wonderful. You know, um, virtual world is wonderful now, so you could do things for mm-hmm. people all over the world, so you don't yeah. have to be local anymore. Um, I I did my work. I, everybody here has done their work. Yes. We all yes. had counseling. We all had spiritual counseling. Doing my work. It'll be a continuum. Yes, I'm still, me too. We all had spiritual counseling. We all had life coaches. Mm-hmm. We all had different counselor sessions. We all did mm-hmm. our work mm-hmm. here. So you're talking to people who went through this and understand where you're at. If you're at a situation that you keep making the same mistakes, you keep yeah. still going to the same guy and you, the different name, but they're the same people over and mm-hmm. over and over again, it's because okay. you're attracting what you are. 
And a lot of times we don't take the time to learn who we are because we are so busy trying to just get this American dream and get what they said we need to be at this point of our lives or we need to have this at this point. And we're too busy worrying about what everybody else is telling us to do and we're not stopping long enough to just love ourselves. And people say love ourselves. I'm not saying just go out there and get your nail. No. Learn yes. who you are internally so you could, like you said, show them how you need to be loved because you now understand who you are. Yes. Until you do that, your friendships, your relationships, your job will never be where it needs to be. And you're always going to take everything personal. You're mm -hmm. always going to assume things. You're always going to, because you, you, when you don't know who you are, you, you always think somebody's out to get you. Mm-hmm. Mm. You 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 gonna always have that feeling like oh they gonna want and they gonna try to get my job they gonna try to do this they gonna try mm -hmm. wow. if you know who you are you gonna be like look I know who I am I'm a child of God I know who I am whatever you do I'm gonna be cool I'm it's gonna mm -hmm. work out yeah. you're not even gonna have that in you no more that's exactly right yeah because we can Girl. talk ourselves out of good things or things that can be good for us yes. just because we are seek because we have those insecurities within yeah. ourselves right yeah. we can talk ourselves i remember even going back to um I, i'm tall you all maybe can't tell that because we're here and we so, are <laughs> the tall party in the house. Coaches and teachers and everybody always wanted me to play basketball. Well, I had an anger problem. And so I knew that I would probably be out there fighting. So I'm like, oh, this is too much of a contact sport. The first time somebody blocked me, I'm going to be fighting. I'm going to take it personal. You know, so I said, you know what, though? But I can use this mouth and my love for talking. I can cheer up something, though. And I can kick these legs and I can jump and I can do that. And so I remember trying out for cheerleading. And the, the, the cheerleading coach actually made me captain. But listen to this now. Going back to childhood, my need for validation and to hold on to this subset of friends, right? I was willing to give up what was good for me and what I earned as that cheerleading captain to keep some friends mm -mm. because of my need to have friends or my needs to have certain people in my circle at that time. So we have to be really, really careful that we know who we are because, again, it causes us not to be able to choose and welcome those good things that can be for us because we're trying to hold on to what is. What's another whole world of greatness out there for us? And do you all know I actually declined? And I told her no because I heard my fr friends who I thought they were talking and saying things. Well, Keisha going to think she's building everybody else now just because she's the captain. And I don't even know if I'm going to be listening to her. I may not even be on the cheerleading court now if, if Keisha's going to be the captain. So as I'm hearing all this chatter, remember I said when people are in your lives, how close they are, they have influence and their voice speaks loud. It magnifies, right? And it controls what you do. And so because of that, I wanted to maintain that friendship or those friendships and I declined. And I talk, went home and talked about it with my mom and I processed it. Even then over the weekend, I went back to school that Monday and I talked with the cheerleading coach and I said, I changed my mind. I said, did you choose someone else yet? She said, no, because you were the best one for it. Okay. And so it was in that point. See, but see how she affirmed. You see how yeah. it's working? Yeah. So when she came through and affirmed, she said, no, I didn't choose anyone else because you were the best one for it. And then I walked in that place that was already set for me. And I was no longer needing validation from them because her voice as my teacher and my children and coach spoke louder over what their voices were. Mm -hmm. 
Wow. And so we have to learn which voice to let be loud and which voice to silence. And so her validation of me being the best and me uh, and her affirming me at that time, it caused me to silence those other voices. And I no longer needed y'all because the coach had validated me. Yes. Mm. Ain't that something? That's yeah. good. No. Oh my goodness. Okay, I gotta go to the business spotlight. I'm sorry, y'all. Oh my goodness. We'll be here all night talking. Oh, and so Dr. Walker, listen, listen. I uh okay. <laughs> we have to go to the business spotlight. Then we'll go um after that call and we'll go ahead and get some of these other um questions um or okay. comments. All right, okay. so our business spotlight tonight is um is as you see destructive narrative. And this is a radio show by one of my sorority sisters, Dr. K. And I'm going to vouch for Dr. K because I took about two or three of her leadership courses that she offered in our sorority for the state of North Carolina. And she is amazing. She's one of these other ones that always stick to, she tells you the truth, you know, and she always has solutions. I mean, She's amazing. So she has a show, radio show, as you see on iHeartRadio and the other um, channels up here every Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I would recommend if Ashley be speaking as tonight, she will speak about stuff like this as well. So please check her out. Um, she will be a great person to um, chime in on when you have questions like things like this. I guarantee you'll love it. Love it. I love, love it. it. I laugh because that's what people call me, Dr. K. So when I saw that, I thought another Dr. K. <laughs> Go ahead, Dr. K. Go ahead. Yes, Dr. K. She's amazing. I love her. And she just started her radio show not too long ago. And she's really, really good. So check her out. Check her out. Uh, we'll go ahead to the mug um, giveaway. And I thought about something a little different this time. So um, I want to ask you, listeners and watchers, how many series have we had so far? Series. We had so many series. Of, we had a cluster of shows that were related to the same topic. We had a, several series. How many? If you could just put a number in the in your comments and just you know try for it, whoever gets it will get the Let's Talk mug. It will be mailed to you this week. So it's how many series? Did we okay. have since we started? Let's talk. Go ahead and try. You better try. Try is better than not doing it all. You never know. It, we only had so many shows, so the number is not going to be that much, you know, kind of easy. So I'll let y'all ponder on that and we'll continue from there. And I just wanted to um, let you know that if you would like to enjoy our shows, our shows is on Anchor at all six platforms for podcasts. So as you're driving to work, if you're at home, you just want to listen to it, you don't have to watch it. We have, we all, all our episodes are on podcasts. So please listen to us on all the Google platforms, um, the um, Apple, the Apple platform. I don't know about Apple that much. I don't have an app on my Android. Um, I, 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 I think I'm saying <laughs> So please, 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 if you have some time, if you haven't seen some episodes, we catch up definitely by um, listening to us on the podcast. And I see people are, okay, we got somebody that's right. All right, good, good, good. So, uh, Carla, you want to go ahead and do the questions and then we'll get ready to close out and we'll talk about the next show topic. Okay. Um, Lori Armstrong uh, replied, massage tomorrow then. Woohoo, after talking about the quality. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he also says, I have been, I have truly been studying myself lately because I want to be sure that I am best, my best self when I get married. Victoria Dent says, boom. All boom. right. Yeah. Room. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mike. right. Um, did you want to go on to? No, we'll wait because we'll see okay. some other people. Yeah, we'll wait for gotcha. that one. All right. So as we are talking about validation, our next show topic is going to be your tribe. Your tribe. Mm -hmm. yes. So as we're talking about validation and kind of healing, you know, we I wanted to take these series this last, you know, we get to the end of the year. Um, I wanted to kind of take these series and kind of try to build on top of each other. So if you are in, or at that time, you're ready to do some work on yourself, you kind of know, okay, I got to look at this part of myself. And then after that, I need to see who I'm around, who I'm, you know, giving people my time, you know, and that's your tribe, your people mm -hmm. that you, you know, bless them with your, and they bless you with their time. Mm -hmm. And you mm -hmm. really need to look at your tribe and know, because if you do work, it's automatically going to happen to you. You're going to be like, I'm, like it's like the matrix, y'all. I'm telling you, it's very weird. It's very weird. Mm -hmm. It's like the matrix. You just look around at people that you dealt with forever and you see them totally different. Mm -hmm. You, ooh. you know, because you, you see you where you used to be in them because as I say, you gravitate. Mm -hmm. So the tribe is very important. So we're going to talk about your tribe. So um, that will be our next show topic. And let me see. Um, I think that's all we have. So, um, if nobody else, if nobody else, we're going to give it to the, to the, um, person because she is kind of close. So go ahead. Um, Carl, you go ahead and, and show her. Okay. Yolanda. Yo, says all right. Yo, three, actually we had two, so I'm going to give it to her because <laughs> she, she did try. So Yolanda, Richie, you will be getting a Let's Talk mug in the mail this week. Thank you for um, chiming into our mug giveaway. And we'll have something for the next couple of weeks. And um, did anybody, um, before I go around the horn, did anybody have anything? Oh, 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 wait a minute. We have another comment that came in, Colin. Um, Adrian Hardy says, our pain can make us better people. That's right. Those character. That's right. Learn lessons. No failures. All lessons. All no lessons. lessons. No failures. How can you fail yep. something you never done? It's a lesson. So mm -hmm. right. um, I'm gonna go around the horn. Did we have um, uh, Dr. Walker? You have anything you want to say before we close out this evening? Um, it has been an honor. I thoroughly enjoyed this topic. As you can see, um, I just, I'm just passionate about helping people. I'm definitely connected to, to my women listeners and youth and like young adults, but just want to be able to help people to be in that empowered space. And sometimes I think people need to see your realness in order to, to make that happen for them to even be receptive. So my only prayer and desire tonight is that something that I said, that it touches what needs to be touched. And so I can't say what it should do because only you know what you need it to do and my prayer is that it does just that all right amen i take that i receive that um miss white you have anything you want to say to our the audience tonight absolutely ring out your sponge <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if it's moldy throw it away Get out. <laughs> <laughs> thank you dr walker it was um, a pleasure trust me it was a pleasure meeting thank you all for having me Absolutely. Oh, yeah. All right. Colin, you have anything for us? Thank you so much, Dr. Walker, for your insight and your information. And just, 
I, like I said, I'm always learning when I'm on these shows. I, I, I pick up, but this was really something I needed to pretty much confirm what I've already been doing the work on myself. And, you know, knowing what I, what my triggers are as far as meeting and, and people and dating and attracting those kind of people and where that comes from. So thank mm -hmm. you for the confirmation for that. It's a blessing that you're here. So thank, thank you so much. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, it's totally a blessing. Like you said, I just got revealed something on this show. This is what the show is about. Mm -hmm. This is what the show is about. It's about learning who you are. Mm -hmm. And if we could put something out there to help you be a better person, we did our job. And mm -hmm. y'all just experienced it live on air. I just mm -hmm. put some pieces together in my own life right now. Yeah. Of how this works. And mm -hmm. it just helped me confirm as well, Carla, and, and, and know that I'm going the right direction. And I yeah. know I'm doing right. Beautiful. I know I'm doing mm -hmm. right. So you just help me. And that's how God works. God brings people and they speak through and show you that he tells you you're doing right. I'm going to bring somebody to tell you you're doing right. And so mm -hmm. keep going. Mm -hmm. So you with that validation, Dr. Walker. So thank you so much. It was a thank blessing to our show tonight. Definitely yeah. was a blessing. Um, do we have anybody else before we close out call? Are we good with the comments? Um, oh, okay. Let's see. Okay. Yolanda Richie says, thank you. Are you welcome. <laughs> Uh -huh. And tonight's show was purely excellence. Thank you, ladies. Thank oh, you. Bless you. And uh, Carla Sane says, awesome talk tonight. Thank you all. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank y'all. And thank y'all, audience. I don't take y'all for granted. Y'all tuning in every two weeks, and we love you. And please share. We would like to get this out to the masses. Mm -hmm. This is great information. This is, we give you experts every two weeks. And this mm -hmm. is something, and we are blessed to get these people. You know, they're busy, they have their own practices, and they're and they willing to come on. Please share with your friends, your family, people that you know that need, you know, some, you know, maybe some help or just some encouragement, some motivation, mm -hmm. uplift, you know, empowerment. Send them our way. We are here for that. And that's what we're here to do. So I'd like to say thank you. I am so happy. This has been amazing. I just wanted to cry when you did when you said that. I said this makes so much sense. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I do love you. I love you. I love y'all. Until next time, invite a friend and let's talk again. Until next time, God bless. I love you all. Y'all have a good evening. <laughs>